Hello and welcome back to Unclassical. Yes, welcome back to the podcast where we uh, look at classical texts, which I have established that we turn into a three-syllable word. Texts. How do you say texts? Oh my god. Texts. No, it's really hard. If you say texts, you can do it. Texts. Texts. <laughs> I sound like I'm trying to beatbox. <laughs> but anyway, uh, wow. Already onto the tangents, guys. Yeah, if, where we look at classical texts through our modern eye, <laughs> I basically call everyone a dickhead. I call everyone a pun. Yeah, well, you know, we're selling the tone early today. I am Marsha. <laughs> and I am Katie. And today we're carrying on with our journey through Pride and Prejudice. Yes, we are carrying on with Pride and Prejudice. Well, this is the final instalment, it isn't is. it? I also, you know, I've been reading this for what, how long? And I just called it Pride and Prejudiced. That's not what it's called. <laughs> you have no I mean, idea. Some people did get dissed, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there is some dissing to come. There is some dissing to come. I do. Oh. oh no, there is some serious dissing to come, guys. Okay. I just like was recapping my notes and I just like cracked up laughing. She just lost it. Obviously, I don't know what she lost it at. So we are Funny. intrigued. So without <laughs> further ado, shall we get back into it? Now, last week we left off with Lydia. She's run off with Mr. Wickham. Everyone's in a total fanny flap about the whole situation. <laughs> and basically, if he doesn't marry her, she's going to be a ruined woman because she's as to become we, a prostitute. As we know, if a woman has sex before marriage, she's a whore. Obviously. <laughs> the man, on the other hand, well, all right, old lad, am I right, lad? He's a right lad. I mean, you know, he makes mistakes. He can't help her if he's fallen into the pocket of a bitch. <laughs> he's either a classic lad or. Poor little chap. He was just figuring out his way in the world. Yeah. I'm sure he'll think better of it. But if, as we learned from Tess, if a woman is like, I mean, that's uh, Tess of the Durbervilles. If you don't know, listen back. Yeah, Tess of the Durbs. Mm. If a woman is like, even like abused by a man, it's still her fault. Yeah, exactly. Just honestly, can these women just live away from men? Just like no, n- no, they have because to fraternize. They have to fraternize because otherwise they have no money. Because women can't own money. Oh, oh my god, frustration. So anyway, Lydia's fucked all. from all angles. Yeah, but Lydia's having a BG time. Yeah, as far she's as been we fucked know. from all angles. And she yeah. had a great time. <laughs> she had a great time with her. Yeah. Um, so last week, they, uh, Mr. Bennett has returned home after looking for Lydia for ages and they still haven't found her, so everything is stress McGee. <laughs> um, and when suddenly a letter arrives from Mr. Gardner, uh, Mrs. Bennett's brother, who's mm-hmm. continued the search up in London. He's saying, heading that up. He's, him. You know what? He's married to Ultimate G's, an all right guy. That is true. Yeah, they power have got couple. shit down. <laughs> Georgian power couple right Literally, here. <laughs> they are legends. But he's but I sent them a letter saying that he's found Lydia um, and Wickham, but there is no intent to marry unless Mr. W- Mr. B- Bennett is willing to send them 5000 a year to live on. Oh, this is what we said. And then Mr. Gardner said last time that he paid them, didn't he? Mm, well, no, 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 he said it's been paid. Well, he said that because um, Mr. Wickham has got a lot of debt because he's a gambler mm. and shit and he doesn't earn jack shit. Um, and he said there were some other complications, but don't worry about it, mate. They've been covered. His debts are covered, so you don't have to worry about paying those off. It's fine. But he doesn't really establish on how they've been paid. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bennett assumes that Mr. Gardner, who is a wealthy man, has paid these off. Yes. And being the truly lovely and caring father that he is, he gets butt hurt about the fact another man sorted his shit out. Yes, that is where yeah. we are with it. Mm. So um, he's just shown this letter to... Um, Lizzie and Jane, who were like, Father, you must reply immediately and, you know, say that you will pay the 5000 and, you know, get this all sorted. And he's like, oh, I suppose, but I am butthurt and my dick feels small. He's so lackadaisical about these things. Like, time is a factor, Mr. Bennett. Literally, <laughs> such a twat. And, like, also, your daughter's life is, cut, is pretty much at stake here, but he's like, yeah. 
but another man sorted it out for me, so now my dick feels flaccid. Then he argues with his wife being like, I will never see her again. He's like, and she, obviously, Mrs. Bennett's like, well, I want to see her. Oh, harshness. I know, right? Well, harsh. Yeah. And she's like trying to, you know, she's all excited trying to plan all these things for Lydia's wedding. And he's like, I will not spend a fucking penny on that wedding. Actually, Get to be fair in. in that regard, like I've yeah. spent enough. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. So Lydia's going to have a simple wedding, in which they don't attend, by the way, but... What, the Bennets don't? Oh, no. Mr. and Mrs.? None of them do. She's married like very quietly up in London with, with the gardeners like, yeah. as her witnesses and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then like they convince Mr. Bennett to let her come home for like two weeks as sort of like a visit after yeah. she's married. Mrs. Bennett and um, Kitty, her other sister, are having a great time. Lydia's telling yeah. everyone about her wedding. Mm. Jane and Elizabeth have kind of basically said, we don't really agree with it and we mm. don't really want to be a part of it. Mm. Um, but while Lydia's doing her... Has anyone told Lydia that her dad spent bare money on this, though? She doesn't care. Oh, but she has been told. She knows, yeah. Okay, cool. Because she thinks... Oh, she's a dick, then. Well, kind of because of the times, it's sort of like, you, like, women would be given a dowry. Like, you'd have a dowry. That'd be a discussion. It'd be a discussion. <laughs> but she, she's a spoiled, like, 16-year-old twat, like, mm. and she's sort of like, well, you know, she thinks she's kind of owed that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Lydia. Wow. Lydia's a prick. Mm. Um... But she's telling them about her wedding and she says, oh, it's lucky that Mr. Darcy was there, even though he was rather grumpy. <laughs> and Liz- Elizabeth's like... To be fair, that's Darcy. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, he was at murder. Oh, bugger, I wasn't meant to say anything. Lol, don't tell anyone I told you because he, lol, he asked me not to tell anyone that he was Ooh. there, but he was totally there. <laughs> and she was like, don't push me on it because I know I'll just let everything slip if you push me. Lydia. Lydia. Lydia is the person that puts up on Facebook like, just going through a bit of a tough time, but, um, you know, I just don't want to talk about it right now. So I was like, you okay, babes? And, like, the comments. And then she's like, DM me, babe. And you're like, look, I don't want to, I don't care. Yeah. But I'm nosy. Yeah. Tell me. I'm kind of invested now. What's yeah. going on? You have to communicate that to me. Yeah. Selfish. Selfish? Selfish. Yeah. Selfish. Tell me about your relationship that's clearly crumbling. Yeah, like... <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> tangent alert. Maybe so, we should get a jingle for tangent alert. Tangent. <laughs> so I used to know this couple. They were like mm. a couple years older than me. Um, but they were very, very, very public on Facebook. They got together very young and everything. And they got married very young. And Fabulous. They, I love it. Amazing. And they it's posted the only reason I miss Facebook. Everything. They posted everything. But they don't do this on Facebook anymore. So don't miss it. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's over. Mm. But they used to do the whole like... I'm so in love with my darling, sexy moo. P.S. Don't forget. Moo. Like, I don't know what my fucking pet <laughs> names were. But yeah, they like send like these massive like p- yeah. paragraphs on Facebook. They're like, P.S. Don't forget to bring milk home. And like just oh, shit sake. like that. Every day. Yeah. All the fucking time. Then they'd have like 20 long comments being like, I love you too. P.S. I forgot to get milk. Could you pick some up from the corner shop? Oh yeah, no worries. I'm on my way now. You're like, I don't give a fuck. But also invested. Yeah, invested. Did they get the milk? Is that what they broke up over? Where's the fuck? We don't know. <laughs> That just stopped. No, absolutely not. Like, I know they're not together anymore because like their Facebooks are like single, but I'm like, Were look. They... I loved it when there was the odd message like, hi, yeah, if you can just pick up your stuff. No, like, None kisses. of that. Oh, nothing. nothing. It just ended. None of the even like passive aggressive ones. Like, I just think it's funny. Nothing. Because <laughs> I remember thinking like, I haven't seen any of either of their posts for a while. And they're like stalking and they were just both radio silent on Facebook for like two years. What? And now they know like, what? They probably looked at what they'd done and realised it was a bit humiliating and learnt from their experiences. Well, that is fucking boring for us. Could they have done it after the massive fight and breakup? Oh, like, God. I um, wanted to see that shit. Oh, I used to fucking live for that <laughs> shit. This, I'd like to point out that this all sort of occurred like a good three years ago yeah. and I'm still bitter about the fact <laughs> I don't know how it ended. DMs ruined the world. Ruined it. Fuck you, gossip. messenger. 
when so internet started when internet when the when the oh my god why when am I a hundred years old when Facebook <laughs> Facebook started up oh my dad I know <laughs> when Facebook started up were there private messages I don't think there were uh, there were when I started there weren't there were oh there were well, I just don't see why you'd put it on people's walls, like, at all. It was the culture then, because the people used to, like, post more, like, in general, like, because they'd be like, Katie Bevan, then I'd post, I'm like, is having a sandwich. <laughs> that like... a great time. And I suppose maybe they wanted to show off they were in love. Yeah. yeah. They were very oh. young, like, they were, like, married by the time they were 20. Oh. Yeah. Is that even legal? Are they literally from Pride and Prejudice? Yeah. Is it Lydia? Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Wicker. <laughs> <laughs> Love, you had no. a BG wedding. <laughs> They're not allowed to get divorced. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, that's a minor tangent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back into Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, yeah, so Elizabeth's just found out that Darcy attended Lydia's wedding. And mm-hmm. so she's like, about. because as we, as we remember... Lizzie now fancies the pants off Mr. Darcy because yep. he's a lovely person. No, because he's rich. Not because he's, he's rich. rich. Lovely person. He's like got this amazing house and he's amazing girl. And, and a great personality. Mm. Great personality. She, that house. <laughs> yeah, that house, that marble. And she does think he's got a pretty nice body now, doesn't she? She does think he's packing. Yeah. So. Mm, yeah, and he's also like, you know, opened up and been more chatty with her, introducing her to his sister and everything. Mm. So she's like, Mm. I think he's hot. I think he's a sexy individual. Yeah, so she's obviously very interested in this. Mm. And also, Mr. Darcy did know about the situation because if we remember last episode, he turned up at her ha- at, um, the place where she was staying after she got the news about Lydia. Mm. And so she told him everything and he was like, so it's bad. <laughs> but um, so yeah, uh, Lizzie writes to Ultimate G, basically being like, so Lydia's just like slept that uh, Darcy was there. The fuck? Ooh, the fuck? So... Um, she gets a letter back from Miss, so from Ultimate G, basically being like, "What that you weren't, you didn't know? Like I thought you would have been informed about this. I mean, well, Lydia did promise that she wouldn't say anything. <laughs> We've like sworn to keep our science, but I mean, fuck, if you already kind of know, I guess like you have a right to know the rest of it. The rest of it, yes. The rest of it leans in. So in her letter, um, she says that on the very day of my coming home from Longbourn, your uncle, Mr. Gardner, um, had a most unexpected visitor. Mr. Darcy called and was shut up with him for several hours. Um, He then goes on to say, he came to tell um, Mr. Gardner, oh no, sorry. (laughs) Mr. Darcy had come to tell Mr. Gardner that he had found out which your sister and Mr. Wickham, uh, where your sister and Mr. Wickham were, and that he had been to talk to them both, Wickham repeatedly and Lydia once. For what I can collect, he left Derbyshire on the only one day after ourselves and came to town with a resolution of hunting them, hunting for them. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Intense. Track them down. Track them down. Track those lovebirds down. (laughs) Um, the motive professed was his conviction of its being uh, being owing to himself that Wickham's worthlessness had not been so well known as to make it impossible for any young woman of character to love or confide in him. He generously imputed the whole to his mistaken pride and confessed that he had before thought it beneath him to lay his private actions open to the world. Right. He called it, therefore, his duty to step forward and endeavour to remedy any, ev- any evil which had been brought huh? on him by himself. So okay, Darcy, dumb that down for me right okay. now. Okay, so Darcy basically felt really guilty because yeah. he knew that Wickham was had this thing that he was a pedo about him. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and like, and he hadn't told anyone about it partly because he was like, I don't want people knowing my business, and partly to protect his sister. <laughs> don't want to protect the rest of society from pedo really. Wickham. Like, but he feels guilty about it. So that's what. So Mr. Darcy has stepped forward and being like, look, 
I feel this is my fault. I'm going to sort it out. Like, don't I'm worry about the money. I'm not entirely disagreeing. I'm not entirely disagreeing. Yeah. But Mr. Gardner didn't pay for all of Wickham's mm. benef- benefits. Yeah. Um, payoffs. Payoffs. Mr. Darcy did. And then Mr. Darcy begged them not to tell the Bennets. He was like, I don't want anything from it. I just want to know that it's sorted and that Lydia's not going to be a prostitute. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> that is weird. And oh my God, I will feel all kinds of guilty. I will feel so bad. Like, so no, just, it's fine. I've covered it. Mm-hmm. And so he was the one who convinced Dar- Wickham to marry her. He paid off his debts. He went to the wedding reception to sort of like to give Lydia away and everything. Yeah. Sorted it all out. So obviously Lizzie's like, this man is the sexiest motherfucker I've ever fucking heard of. <laughs> and she is all kinds of up in his grill. She yeah. fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, so following this, Lydia and Wickham leave. They're to go live way, 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 way up north because it's cheaper up there and some shit. <laughs> and so they don't have to see them anymore. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and Mrs. Bennet's is really sad because like her favourite child's moving away from her. Lydia's her favourite. Oh, it's all coming out now, isn't it? Obviously, Lydia's her favourite. They talk about men in red jackets being in the military. So she's quite sad. Yeah. And obviously, like, because they really far away, they don't really see each other very much. That is sad. Why do they have to go up north? I think Mr. Wickham got moved up there with his regiment. Oh, fuck's sake. And you have to go with your husband. He's got 5,000 a year. Or has he? He does. Yeah, as if he needs to be in the army anymore. He does. Because he still spends it all. Oh, okay. So they're actually still struggling for cash. For fuck's sake, Mr. Wickham. So, oh no, because if she's a widow, so if we were to kill Mr. Wickham now and Lydia becomes a widow, she still can't like live off that five thousand a year. Well, it's her dad's money, so oh, so whether he chose to keep, but then if he dies, then if well, yeah, because she could still technically get the five thousand, but then when he dies, she's fucked. Mm. And because you know the idea is that Mr. Wickham's also bringing in money to provide for them, and I, I don't think, I mean, five thousand a year, the. Oh, 5,000 a year must be a fuckload because they go on about how rich Bingley is and he collects them like 3,000 a year. Yeah. How's he doing so fucking well? I don't... I'm... um, Sorry. Might have to edit this bit out. This mild confusion because the reason they're like Mr. Darcy is hot stuff is because he's collecting in 10,000 which is obviously a lot more than 3,000. But then if Lydia's getting 5,000 then everyone's sort of like it's just enough to scrape by a living. I mean, how much is this man fucking gambling? A lot. But also... Why is Mr. Bennett, like, and, like, I mean, the Bennett's, like, reasonably well off, but they're still, like, you know, much lower than Mr. Bingley. But if yeah. he's got casual 5,000 to chuck away every year, he must be earning more than that. Yeah, well, Hundo. Some, maybe Jane didn't understand math. <laughs> <laughs> is that definitely the figure she gives? Let's go back. Okay, guys, we figured it out. It's okay. Mr. I- Mr. Bingley's still super rich. What the agreement was is that she's not getting 5000 a year from her dad. Yeah. She's entitled to 5000 after his death, which will obviously help keep them afloat and everything. Oh. But, so, scrap all that. They're not super rich. They are, but he's got to give £5,000 to Lydia in his will, basically. Okay, right. We're so, on it. it's more reasonable to have that amount of money saved up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Bingley's fetching 3000 in every year. What a fucking baller. Yeah, what a babe. Okay. <laughs> Have fun editing that. I, I, I will. I will. I'm just <laughs> literally thinking that is fun for future Marshall. Yeah, that is going to be a mm. great fucking time. <laughs> the fuck did we get to? We've moved on. Life kind of returns to normal at Longbourn. Everyone's mm-hmm. getting... Longbourn? Yeah. Mm. Everyone's sort of getting back to normal when suddenly word hits the town that a certain young man shall be returning. Ooh! It's Bingley. It's Bingley, Bingley, Bing. Bingley's coming back to Bingley, town. Bingley, Bingley, Bing. With so, the Bing. 
obviously all the Bennets like, I'm a corporate rich girl in fancy Jen. <laughs> her name's not Jennifer. Jane is coming back. Jennifer Aniston shows up. <laughs> Jennifer. So he's coming back. So obviously everyone's really excited. Jane's kind of like, because Jane's obviously a fucking milk. <laughs> she's basically watered down milk as a person. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, oh, well, that is um, that is news indeed. I will neither say if it is good or bad news, but it is pleasant that he shall return to the countryside. I'm sure for him he shall enjoy it. What? So, like, so on the lo- lo- low key, you're very excited to see him again because you still think he's hot, but yeah. you're not going to show that because you have no personality. Yeah, no personality and just too reserved. Yeah. Like, so can't admit your own emotions. Literally. So he's been back in town for like a few days. Um, obviously, haven't seen each other yet or anything. Mm-hmm. But then. <gasps> who should start riding up the path bingley bingley bing. it's bingley um but he is not alone Ooh. another gentleman is with him darcy um, uh, yes it's darcy and mrs bennett's daughters were eagerly called to partake of her um of her joy at seeing him coming up the steps and everything so they all were okay running forward jane resolutely kept her place at the table but elizabeth satisfied her mother went to the window she looked she saw mr darcy with him and sat down again by her sister <laughs> they both like, oh quite a flutter quite a flutter there's ho- the sexy man outside the sexy man <laughs> what do we do oh god god and also it is the time where they can't like text like hey babes you win just gonna be popping in Literally. to see how you're doing so everything is always a shock can you imagine how shocked you are now when someone knocks on the door like hey i was Ugh. passing unacceptable fuck off also imagine it being someone who you really fucking fancy but are really embarrassed yeah. to see as well as now also because like obviously um Liddy, lizzie knows how indebted her family is to darcy oh fuck's sake but the rest of her family doesn't know oh drama. and they still think he's a dick from being rude to lizzie all that time before oh. and just for being a prick oh so general. you just have to be like look just shut the fuck up no like, but this and this and this let's just shut the fuck up mm. that's the thing like because mrs bennett loves bingley because mm. he's like really amicable and friendly yeah. and everything amicable good word mm. <laughs> and but she doesn't like darcy because he's obviously awkward as fuck and it yeah. really fucking shows yeah and so she's like she's not like downright rude to him but it's like she's like hi mr bingley da-da-da. hello mr darcy literally <laughs> yeah. so it's obviously really obvious that she doesn't like him and it, lizzie's just sat there like oh my god he literally owes you are like our family owes him everything yeah and he's just sat there kind of like moodily awkward like at the dinner table and this is ben i mean like, they do owe him everything and yeah it was nice he gave all that money at the end of the day, we're all slaves to the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. But so Lizzie's just like having the worst fucking time. And like, mm-hmm. she's sat really far away from him at the dinner table as well. Oh, they came around, uh, dinner was put on. Yeah. So civilised. No, know. had dinner together. Yeah. But he was ended up, ended up sitting next to Mr. Bennett. Not Mr. Bennett, Mrs. Bennett. And obviously, that's just awkward as well because she's so, like, vulgar. I'm just silently screaming right now, guys. Literally, it's like, it's the most awkward. Like, you know when you have that really, like... You know, when your family do, you know, when you you introduce someone you really fancy to your parents or whatever, mm. and your parents like do that, see something embarrassing, you're like, oh my god, kill me now. Mm. It's that, but like times a hundred, because obviously like they owe him everything, and Lizzie's just there, like, kill me. It's not the same because my boyfriend's never done jack shit for our family. But, um, <laughs> what are you fucking bringing in? <laughs> yeah. Um, selfish prick. Uh, selfish prick. Uh, but yeah, when uh, I first brought him round for dinner, do you remember what happened then? No. I don't know if you even know. Um, so. Uh, 
I'd broken up with my last boyfriend like a little while before and mum just had a brain freeze and couldn't think what uh, Ross, my new boyfriend, was called. And so Ross thought she hated him because he literally walked in and like said hello and she would just look terrified. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. And like, she was like, I just couldn't think what his name was. I could only think to say Jake. <laughs> before that, before you guys arrived, I just remember yeah. both mum and dad sat there like, do not call him Jake. Do not call him Jake. We cannot call him Jake. I know we can't call him Jake, but I'm going to call him Jake. Oh my God, I'm going to call him Jake. <laughs> It'd be easier if I just went out with another Jake, to be honest, wouldn't it? I'll let Ross know nine years in that he's got to change his name. What's hilarious is like, yeah. so my boyfriend James never met Jake because mm. it happened like years later, me and James. Mm. But I mean, it's a real compliment to, to Ross, but basically, James, James's dog was called Jake and one time accidentally called Ross Jake. And I don't know if Ross is even aware of that, but because it really embarrassed James, he told me about it because he was like, I know that her ex boyfriend was called Jake and I know I don't know him, but I called him Jake. <laughs> You also called Jake after a dog. Yeah, it's after a dog, but hey, Dad calls you Tilly after their dog. You know what? I think I'm honoured. Honoured, yeah. She's great. She's an amazing dog. She's so good. We'll put some pictures up on the Instagram. Oh you're, you're all a fan cosplayer. Oh my later. god, follow Tilly's Instagram. Oh god. The Tilly dog. It's all like underscore between each word. Yes. So it's the underscore Tilly underscore dog. The Tilly dog. And she's precious. I When we set out on this podcast, I said I didn't want to be really tangenty because when I listen to podcasts <laughs> and they go on tangents, I find it really annoying. I'm sorry. We apologise. And post-edit Marsha, no, in the middle, current edit Marsha, we'll, we'll, we'll do her best. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Anyway. So, yeah. Darcy and Bingley have come around for dinner. Bingley's in, like interacting with everyone, having a BG time. Um, as we remember, Darcy originally got Bingley to stop talking to her because he thought she wasn't that interested in him mm. and he didn't want his friend to get hurt so I mean you know let your friends make their own mistakes yeah exactly like, it's not like he's gonna Controlling die <laughs> yeah like, I doubt she was gonna kill him yeah it's like worse would happen if he, he she'd have said no he'd have been a bit upset for a while if he'd gone over it yeah like Jesus <clears throat> like, oh, they're all they're all very forward in these things though aren't they like, very in each other's business yeah mm. and also I guess like if you, I mean, obviously we wouldn't propose, but if you say, like, if you fancied someone and, like, asked them out and they said no, you'd get over it in today's mm. world. But I guess you die younger back then, mm-hmm. so you've just got to get moving. So if someone rejects you, it's the end. The end. Even if Jane wasn't that interested, Bingley's a nice guy. And rich. Yeah, like, three stands out the window. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> give him a go. <laughs> give him a go. Yeah. 2,000 a year. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there me. Mr. Darcy's full of shit. Mr. Darcy is full of shit. So they have a nice dinner. Um, Lizzie's really like just awkward about it and she doesn't really get a chance to talk to Darcy throughout the entire evening because mm. then after dinner they're seated at separate tables playing mm. cards and yeah. obviously you can't just sort of get up and walk across but hey, want to talk because then it's basically like fucking in front, front of you. So obviously <laughs> well, you can't come set me off, mate. Yeah, right. Basically. Yeah. So the evening ends um, but it's generally like a happy feeling but Lizzie's kind of like upset and a bit sort of like why was he if he's you know done all this for our family and he when we I met him met him up at his house he was really amicable and friendly and all of this like why has he gone back to being like all silent and grave and indifferent like Aww. she doesn't know how to like feel about him like she's yeah. like I guess he doesn't fancy me anymore she's gonna lot of hot and cold signals but Bingley continues to come over to dinner with the Bennets like quite often quite mm-hmm. a few evenings over the next week mm-hmm. um and 
as this time goes on, he spends more and more time just talking to Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day it is it's agreed... It's obvious they're going to get it on. They're going to get it on so hard. Yeah. But one day it's agreed that he's going to go out with her dad in the morning and do some shooting and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And so, you know, he talks to daddy Yeah. They do some shooting and even Mr. Bennett's like, you know what? He's actually a really nice guy. <laughs> I have to hand it to I him. I do rate him. I do rate him. And mm-hmm. he is rich. So that is right off my ass. <laughs> So that evening, um, when after dinner, Mrs. Bennett does her usual thing of scurrying everyone else out of the mm. living room so that Mr. Bingley and Jane, Jane can be alone together. And so, yeah, everyone's fucks off. Mm. Um, and a little while later, because Jane's going to be like, oh, don't leave, uh, because she's awkward as fuck, yeah. Jane. Um, but Lizzie's like, um, I got things like, to do. She's like, I'll come back. Like, I won't leave you alone. You know, I'm not doing a Lydia, babes. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. I don't want to miss the drama. <laughs> yeah, bottom <laughs> line. Chris, go do some work, and mm. I'm back. So when um, Liz- Lizzie returns, um, she uh, she enters the drawing room, and she, uh, I'm trying to make my ad libbing flow into the sentence. And I'm just like reading ahead, and I'm like, this isn't working, this isn't working. So I'm just gonna start. Lizzie is entering the room, but on entering, but upon, I fucked it. <laughs> drawing room but on returning to the drawing room when her letter was finished she saw to her infinite surprise there was reason to fear that her that her mother had been too ingenious for her on opening the door she perceived her sister and bingley standing together over the half as if engaged in earnest conversation and had and had this led to no suspicion the faces of both as they hastily turned round and moved away from each other would have told it all their situation was awkward but hers she thought was still worse were they necking i think they were necking you can't be necking Wow. That is like walking in on someone giving a blowjob in today's terms. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Well, that is why she's like, well, my situation's worse. I just saw my sister giving someone a blowjob. Yeah, literally. They regain themselves quite quickly. And basically, Bingley says something quietly mm. to Jane, like smiling, and then like leaves the room yeah. to go wipe himself off. <laughs> um, and Elizabeth is like, uh, like oh, well, fucking BG, great, mate. Yeah. Like you're engaged, and obviously in true Jane Austen fashion, this is um this is hurried over in uh, in in this. Elizabeth's congratulations were given with um sincerity, a warmth, and a delight. That's it. So I assume we're engaged. They're engaged. Oh, for fuck's sake! She doesn't know what an engagement's like, so she's just like, well, I guess someone's well done. Yeah, I guess like he came in and. I don't know how you'd ask someone to marry. And then they got engaged. They got engaged. So skip to the end. (laughs) And there's a couple bits where it's like, Jane, I congratulate you. You will be a very happy woman. So it's like, so from this, like, I gather they're engaged. Yeah. Okay. And then it's like the the betrothed later on and stuff. So Jane and Bingley engaged, and then betrothed later on. How did Georgians do shit? (laughs) What? What is? I thought betrothed was your engaged one. You said they got engaged and then they were betrothed later on. No, like, I, oh, sorry. I meant like, and then they're referred to as the betrothed I later see. on. Like, the to be wed couple and that I kind of thing. It was like a two tier thing. I thought you were saying, I was like, well, they're engaged and now they're betrothed? And I was like, well, they yeah. came hand in hand. What does betrothed mean? I think, but I heard someone use betrothed how you've just used it. Oh, no, maybe that does make sense. You're like promised to each other. So maybe, yeah, it's well, a different way of saying it. In my oh. highly educated brain, <laughs> I'm using betrothed. As it's said in Lion King. Because <laughs> this is what I mean. I, I thought betrothed was kind of like before 
like it's not your consent like your family have betrothed you or your um oh, i think it could have meant that but i also think you know like if you if i if i were engaged i'd be like you are my betrothed because yeah i mean you I do have it... a betrothed but it wasn't agreed by you oh yeah i do <laughs> yeah. i was like i like james that's my choice <laughs> no no he is not your betrothed he is not my betrothed we're trying to get katie betrothed to um someone else but for god's sake nowadays women apparently have free will like free will i chose another guy god ruined this country <laughs> yeah well you know what my betrothed is off sleeping with a model so that is I true i think he's that, doing okay that is true that is true we need to have a fucking word <laughs> <laughs> they're all happy are you happy is it right everyone's happy give a shirt. um so jane and you might listen to this <laughs> i hope you're really happy you can have them <laughs> i i know you was in him he's all yours babe he's all yours he's all yours um i'm fucking sweating so jane and bennett no she's bennett oh <laughs> Maybe mixing wine and recording was not the best. Jane and Bingley mm. are engaged. And so, he, yeah, he's coming around to the house a lot more every day, like hanging out with Jane, having BG time. It's mm. all being great. Um, and obviously, Lizzie's really happy for them. Everyone's really happy. But then... Excuse me. <laughs> Casual little bit of indigestion. Um, but then, who should pay the Bennets a visit? Dorset? No. I'm so I can't do this, Kate. I don't know. <laughs> it's Lady Catherine de Fuckoff. What? Lady de Catherine. I, I said would... Lady de Catherine de Burr. <laughs> Lady de Catherine de Burr. Lady de Catherine de Burr in the house. This is why I would never guess her. Because no one gives a shit, Catherine <laughs> de Tat. But she's turned up on the scene and um, basically he's coming very rudely. Mrs. Bennett is like, you know, trying to be nice because she knows who she is. She's like, oh, would you like some refreshments? And she's like, no, I wish to talk to Elizabeth alone. And so um, Mrs. Bennett's like, I guess you better go, Lizzie. Yeah, you have been a summoned. Yeah, so Lizzie's kind of showing her through the house to the like to the mm. gardens. And she's peering into everyone being like, hmm, it is small and dark and di- I don't like it. So when did I invite you here, you bitch? Fully, it's like, <laughs> can I help you? Yeah. Do you exactly. What do you want? Yeah. Um, and she, so she's basically come around to be like, it has reached my knowledge that my that you may be expecting a proposal from my nephew, Mr. Darcy. I can inform you now, bitch. It's not coming. Him and my, and my daughter are destined to be together. You and your low-class family can fuck right off. No, it is you that can fuck right off, Miss Catherine Literally. Bitch. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine de Bitch. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Lizzie does have a backbone, unlike Jane. So you know what? She holds her fucking own. And she's like, mm. I have received no such word from your nephew, mm. but if he chooses to propose to me, and if I want to marry him, I'm going to fucking marry him. It sounds a whole lot like our decision and not yours. Yeah, it's mm. basically what she's saying. And Catherine de Bourgh's like, you defy me? And she's like, yeah, I defy you because it's my life and if he doesn't want to marry your daughter... I'm not fucking Sauron. Piss yeah. off. <laughs> you're not fucking Jesus. <laughs> like, you're Catherine de Twat. Get on like, your horse and join you know He's rich. Well, fuck you, got us to the Christmas party. It's like, I give a shit. You mean you won't be joining us for Christmas? I'm so fucking sad. Yeah, exactly. Devoed, mate. Piss Literally, off. Literally, like, give a living fuck. <laughs> um, so they're having an argument. Lizzie's holding her own brilliantly being like, I haven't received a proposal. I don't think I'm going to receive mm. a proposal. But if I do, it's my choice and I'll do what I fucking want. Yeah. And Lady Catherine de Burr is basically like, you insolent 
whore. You're going to die alone and whorish, you slut. Sounds like I'm going to die uh, with your uh, nephew. And I ain't debating that being a whore. Hey, that sounds fucking lit. <laughs> yeah. so, and, and so Lady Catherine de Burr has basically been fucked right off and mm. she leaves without any further words. And Mrs. Bent's like, oh, did she not want to stay for a drink or anything? <laughs> she's good, mum. Like, no, she's all right. She's, yeah. she's doing stuff. So that was awkward. Mm. Just a few days later, mm. a letter arrives to Mr. Bennett and he calls Liz- he calls Lizzie into his room one morning being like, um, I received a letter from a young man concerning you, Elizabeth. Ooh. And um, she's a bit offended. She's not sure whether or not she should be offended that the letter went to her father and not her about this proposal. Patriarchy, babes. Patriarchy. Yeah. It's not from Darcy. Oh! Yeah. Sorry, plot fucking twist. Who's it from? It's from Mr. Collins. Oh, Grace. Yeah, but in this letter, he's just he's just letting Mr. Bennett know that uh, Lady Catherine de Burr has expressed her displeasure <laughs> at the idea of Mr. Darcy and Miss Bennett getting together, and he just thinks that you know he should do everything in his power as a man to stop it happening. Wow! And Mr. Bennett has invited Lizzie into his room to basically reap the fucking piss. Yeah, rip piss out. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, but obviously, Mr. Darcy, who never looks at any woman but um, but to see a blemish, and who probably never looked at you in his life, <laughs> it is uh, admirable. And it's like, thanks, Dad. Banter. You're minging, babe. He doesn't like anyone. Fucking would look at you, but yeah. Mr. Collins is suggesting that he has. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right. It might is hilarious. hilarious. Like, let's see what else he's written. Apparently, he fancies you as if um, you've seen yourself. You're a minging, babe. Literally. So he's kind of like ripping the piss and I've underlined this bit that's super says. I I thought it my duty to give the speedy this is I think this is Mr. Collins. I thought it my duty to give the speediest intelligence of this to my cousin, that she and her noble admirer may be aware of what they are about of what they are about and not run hastily into marriage, which has not been properly sanctioned. Oh fuck off, Collins. Oh, he's so boring. He's so boring. Maybe we've passed his letter. He makes me want to die. <laughs> But was the sad thing is, like, yeah, he's reading this fuck off letter and you're just like, fuck yeah. off. But, like, Mr. Bennett being like, as if Mr. Like, it's so funny that yeah. he sent me this letter. Because as if Mr. Darcy's interested in you. Yeah. And it upsets Lizzie. Oh, she Lizzie. she him. Oh. And so, like, she's sort of leaving her father's room like, <laughs> Oh, maybe it is all stupid. Yeah. yeah. So she's, like, really upset. It's like, oh, thanks, Dad. You really I was going to say, her. when you started, I was like, surely this is, like, killing off, like, the kind of, like, surprise of the proposal but now it's just a big whole shit on the proposal yeah so yeah. It was like she's really upset and she's like oh i guess he doesn't fancy me at all because you know my dad's just basically said i'm a minger oh so she's like so yeah it's sad. sad i'm gonna be more supportive yeah. so uh, things move on and mr bingley's still coming around seeing jane regularly but one day who should he bring with him Darcy. It's Darcy. It's Darcy. It's Darcy. And um, so Jane and Bingley have always like kind of been sloping off little walks together and everything. Mm-hmm. So they just want some time alone for more um, blowjobs. For more blowjobs. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, it would be so lovely to take a walk over the hills, wouldn't it, dear? Oh yes, dear. And um, Mr. Darcy and Lizzie are alone. Ooh. <laughs> and so firstly, Elizabeth's like, I've got to tell him that I know about what he did for Lydia and I'm fucking sorry. Mm-hmm. And so she says, Mr. Darcy, I am a very selfish creature and I, for the sake of giving relief to my own feelings, care not how much I may be wounding yours, bitch. Mm-hmm. I can no longer help thanking you for your unex- unexampled kindness to my poor sister. Ever since I have known it, I have been most anxious to acknowledge you to how gratefully I feel it. Were it known to the rest of my family, I should not have merely my own gratitude to express. And mm-hmm. Darcy's like, Oh. oh, I didn't know you knew that, babe. Like, 
If you will thank me, he replied, let it be for yourself alone. But your family owe me nothing. Much as I respect them, I believe I thought only of you. Ooh, oh, but, but does she... respect. Yeah, but does she owe him something now? It's like, your family owe me nothing. I was thinking mm. of you. <laughs> Elizabeth was, um, was too much embarrassed to say another word. After a short pause, her companion added, you are too generous to trifle with me. If your feelings are still what they were last April when he proposed and she mm-hmm, said no mm-hmm. um, tell me so at once my affections and wishes are unchanged but one word from you will silence me on this subject forever Ooh. to which um, Elizabeth again in true Jane Austen fashion mm-hmm. she's basically said I'm very much changed I really fucking fancy you now okay cool and he's like oh fucking great that's exactly what I wanted to fucking hear yeah. <laughs> And so they're engaged. Again, pretty much glanced over very quickly, Austin. Yeah, glanced over. After walking several miles in a leisurely manner, and mm. they're discussing all this, several fucking miles. Yeah, se- sorry, se- oh. several miles. The glutes those people must have had back then. I mean, you've got to hand it to her. Lizzie probably had a fucking nice bottom. Yeah, definitely. Or they all had really hench rugby pair legs. <laughs> That's why the ladies wore such flouncy dresses to hide their rugby legs. Yeah, Yeah. so they go back to their house, back to the house for dinner, and Lizzie's like, you must talk to my father at the earliest convenience, because obviously I love you and you love me, but fuck, we can't get married. Daddy doesn't agree. Yeah, daddy's got to weigh in on this one. And she's kind of like a bit nervous about how her dad's going to receive it Mm -hmm. and everything. So after dinner, they're like playing cards and everything. So like, my daughter, the Minger one. The Minger. Sorry, Jane's already taken, mate. She's gone, mate. Like, what? You want Ming and Lizzie? You want Ming and... <laughs> Be my fucking guest, All mate. right, mate. Like... Uh, I wouldn't want to wake up next to that. Jesus fucking hell. So after dinner, Mr. Darcy kind of follows Mr. Bennett to his rooms mm-hmm. and they're gone for like 15 minutes or whatever. He comes back into the room and like lightly says to Lizzie, like, your father wishes to speak with you. But he says it with a smile. So she's like, okay, Ooh, that's good. Right. Yeah. Um, goes in and her dad's like, um, weird fucking thing. <laughs> I know we discussed it, but obviously, why would he want to marry you? You're a Minger. Yeah. But... Mr. Darcy's just asked for your hand in marriage. Um, and then, quite surprising from Mr. Bennett, I was quite, like, you know, impressed by him. He was like, um, do you want, do you want to marry him? And he's like, because I thought you didn't like him. And she's like, no, no, I, I, I was wrong. I do really fucking like him. Have you seen his house dies? Yeah, have you lit. seen it? I not, like, enforce this enough. He is loaded. Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, as long as you're sure you like him, be my fucking guest. He seems really nice. Yeah. But I just wanted to talk to you to make sure you're happy with this? Yeah. Which is really fucking nice. Link twice Bennett. if you need help. <laughs> Literally. And she's like, nah, I'm fucking lit. I'm, I'm loving it. And she, mm. he's like, okay, great. Two daughters married. Fucking winning. Yeah, winning One to an absolute millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Three daughters married. As if anyone cares about yeah. Link Wickham. <laughs> At least she's kind of gone. Yeah. Oh no, but she's still at a drink because he has to pay for it. Yeah. Give a shit. Yeah. yeah. So they are happily engaged. They're happily engaged. And Miss, um, Mrs. Bennett also goes on about how... Um, Lizzie is Lizzie's basically her new favourite because her husband earns the most and as we all know that is the way to any mother's heart uh, yeah this is like how you rate rank rank your successfulness yeah in life yeah just how well you can marry literally mm. now Lizzie's been pretty lit throughout this book I think mm. for, for her time she's pretty cool she fucking annoys me in this last section like she doesn't do anything horrific yeah. I just find her really irritating because mm. I think she becomes like Lydia oh, for because like literally every fucking word of her mouth is like tell me more about why you fell in love with me because I just like I don't understand why you fell in love with me like oh why God. do you love me yeah just say it again like it was about my beautiful ass literally this is my You're shapely like, bottom fuck off Lizzie <laughs> yeah. but Lizzie you're being cringe babe you're being a cunt Quite frankly, you know, I, I, I didn't want to say about that. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. You're being a cunt. <laughs> Elizabeth tries to shield Darcy from all of her relatives because they're all a bit vulgar and all a bit like, oh, you want to marry your niece? She's got a royal fuck face. Oh, what's that? 
So she tries to keep their contact as minimal as possible. She doesn't want the embarrassment. She does not want the embarrassment. But after the wedding, her and Darcy move up to Pemberley mm-hmm. and having a beachy time up there. Georgiana, Darcy's little sister, fucking I didn't realise she got married in this. I thought it just ended when they got engaged. Well, it does not cover the wedding at all. Oh, oh, oh right. How I said it, or yeah. like after the marriage, is what happened. Is how it's covered. Hell. Right, okay. Clearly, mm. Jane Austen never went to a wedding, so she yeah. had nothing to base it on. And uh, then after the wedding, they moved. I've moved once. I've moved once. I know. <laughs> yeah. So that's all brushed very over with. Yeah. Um, she's having a beach time up in Pemberley. Mister Bingley and Jane do stay in their um, in their house at near Longbourn for quite a bit of time, mm. but soon move away because they can't deal with seeing Mrs. Bennet all the time. Oh, Poor Mrs. Poor Bennet. Mrs. Bennet. She just wants She's to see left her, of her she children. She just wants to see her children. But they do go up to visit them sometimes and it's literally like such a Disney ending of happiness because, yeah, Jane and Bingley move close by so they're mm. always like popping over and having a BG fucking yeah. time. Also, Mrs. Gardner and Mr. Gardner who obviously got close to Darcy when he was like helping with the whole Lydia thing mm-hmm. they're all like best mates. <laughs> They all come up all the time and have yeah. a great time. They also quite often have Lydia down. Not Wickham. But he not all, Wickham. He's, he's not invited. He's not invited. But they sometimes have Lydia down because she stopped being like my dearest Wickham. Like she, I think she does see his faults now. Yeah. But she does still love him. Well, you know, you can't make the best of it, love. Yeah. But but is that all sex working? And... I mean, she st- like she outstays her welcome to like the point where even Mr. Bingley's like, "So, when are you going home?" Oh, poor Lydia! Yeah. I feel bad for her. Let her live there. Literally, like poor yeah. Lydia. So that's a bit sad. Yeah. Um, Miss, Mrs. Well, she's Mrs. Darcy now, isn't she? Yeah. Elizabeth, um, kind of tells Mr. Darcy. Like, that was quite a journey. They're like, Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Darcy. She's gone on a journey. Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth. That is her full title now. Yeah. Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Darcy. <laughs> not that she's defined by her marital status. No, no, not at all. Not no. at all. That's why we go back to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, right, yeah. Elizabeth. Her true identity. Her true identity. She um, does convince Mr. Darcy to kind of bridge the gap with mm. um, Lady Catherine to fuckface. Why? Surely, like, fucking give a shit. But I guess she reminds Tim, like, look, when she dies, we can inherit even more money. <laughs> okay, like, fair. You know what you got point, love. Yeah. So they don't see a lot of her, and she's clearly, and she's still a bitch, but it's kind of like, Civil. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And. Was that, and that, ladies and gents, and everyone in between, was <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. This has been like going on for like how many hours? And that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. It's anticlimactic. <laughs> anticlimactic. Let's see if there's any good sentences to give a final What's note. What's the on. final line of the book? Um, so it's about the gardeners coming up to visit them in Pemberley. With the gardeners, they were always on the most intimate terms. Darcy, as well as Elizabeth, 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 really loved them, and they were both ever sensible of the warmest gratitude towards the persons who, by bringing her into Derbyshire, had by, had been the means of uniting them. Well, that is the best ending that it could be. At the end of the day, Ultimate G was still around, and everyone loved her. <laughs> so, really, Prime Prejudice, Ultimate G had a great time. I'm satisfied. Yeah, that's great all story. we needed from you know this. <laughs> So unsatisfying. I'm trying to slam the book satisfying for you. There you go. There you That's go. some satisfaction. Well, I'm trying to think because next time you're joining us, we're going to be starting Jane Eyre. Oh, which so it's all been like kind of like lovely kind of like love matches and what now. Apparently, I do nice stories. Marsha does the dark, horrible ones. Mind you, I'm reading. Wuthering Heights. Yeah, good thing you remember. I was yeah. like, <laughs> just staring at the mic like, fuck am I reading? Yeah, I don't know why I'm reading yet. Um, Jane Eyre though. Uh, 
is hilarious, guys. You are in for a fucking treat. Exciting. Oh, I'm excited. I yeah, get to the story so next time. I, I have been dying at Jane Eyre. Um, but yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoyed Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, I did. I found, I really enjoyed it. It has been a journey. Send us your thoughts. Yeah. Did you maybe read it at school and you're revisiting it now and realising people you thought were nice are dicks people you thought yeah. were dicks were also, nice when I read this at school I thought it was really fucking boring it's hilarious it turns out that when you have to analyse the colour of the curtains it makes literature dull when you're analysing the shittiness of the people yeah it's interesting it's funny looking at the dynamics is that what you had to do at school probably it was always shit like that wasn't oh. it like well as we can tell as she entered the room in a red dress it clearly said that she was a dangerous woman. I remember one time I was at college, and I can't remember what we were analysing, it was some poem, and um, a guy started going into um, the symbolism that the person had described the dirt as brown, and I literally thought he was ripping the piss, and then like the teacher started like, adding on it, and I was like, sorry, dirt is brown. Literally. <laughs> like, that's what it's all like, isn't it? Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Like, if I were to write a book, I would not be thinking like, well... I shall suggest that her eyes were blue to hint at her ultimate sadness and her deep, deep dark past. Mm, like, but, but her eyes are fucking blue. They're just blue, pal. That's just how that I see it. Like, yeah, this, like, she couldn't control that. Mm. Like, ridiculous. But anyway, guys, I think it's time for the plugs. The plugs, the yes. plugs. Please follow us. Over on Instagram, where you can find us at unclassical underscore podcast. And then I, I feel you have to put it in. The email. Our email is... Not e- everyone has Instagram. Dad doesn't. He might. Dad might be harassing us on email. We should check. Yeah, we have a look. Yeah. He's Hi, like, Dad. He doesn't care enough. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he, I mean, our, our dad is our biggest troll. He's giving you very different reviews to what he's giving me there. <laughs> it's because he likes me more. Not even joking. That is the case. By the way, Dad, if you want to email us, it's email.unclassical at gmail.com. Hi, Dad. <laughs> and Mum. I think Mum listens to you sometimes. It's too crude for mummy. <laughs> Sorry, mummy. We're vulgar children. We deserved better. Literally anyone else listening right now, like, is this just a family podcast? Now <laughs> I feel like I'm intruding. <laughs> like, no, thank you, everyone else as well. We like, we don't like you more than our parents. They gave us life. <laughs> but we very much appreciate. They, we feel they kind of um, have to listen. You don't got to, so... You've- Good we, on you. Thank you. So in this situation, I actually appreciate you more. Yeah, more, I, I, thank like, you so much. Sincere and authentic. And do you know <laughs> the best way to show your appreciation? Do you know how to do that, Katie? It's to rate, review, and subscribe. I was going to say smile, but... <laughs> no, I, I, smile don't give me shit. Yeah, smile gives me nothing. <laughs> I can't see you. Yeah, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That's that's really how I'm going to like appreciate that. Yeah, and, uh, I, I will be very grateful. Yeah, only joking. We appreciate it anyway, but please do. We and appreciate. With that... Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Goodbye. Have Take a care. wonderful life. And look forward to Jane Eyre. Goodbye. Take care. Look forward to Jane Eyre. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.